Hello, my name's Ray Byrne and I'm the CEO of Why Change. Hello, I'm Anne Wilson and I am the Head of Business Growth at Why Change. Brilliant. Well, Ray, I'm brilliant to have you um, both with us today. We've got a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about in, um, in, in this episode. First of all, just tell us a bit more about Why Change. Who are you? What do you do? So we're coming up to our eighth anniversary, funnily enough, in two weeks. So what do we do? So we're effectively, we're rebranding as a professional services company. So we've got two sides of the business. Why Change? Let's call it. If it looks like training, smells like training, it's training. Uh, it sits <laughs> under wide change. And then we've got and just relaunched our uh, consultancy arm, which is now called Why Unboxed. We're here basically to help transform businesses, make them more profitable and more effective. And you can come and talk to us if you want to commercial training, in leadership, apprenticeship training, in quality, or you just want to use our skilled experts in uh, getting the 9001 uh, certification process we've got a range of skilled talented people and yeah that's us all right that makes that makes sense exciting time for you at the moment with um various things that that are kind of going on i know there's some other stuff that we'll we'll chat about a little bit later on before we look forward i'd quite like to look back uh, you say coming up towards um, uh, uh, an anniversary coming up in the next few next few weeks. Tell us a bit about the background, if you would do, to the organisation. My personal background is as an accountant and a Lean Six Sigma practitioner, and I thought I've always could do something different for myself for businesses. Uh, but when you work in the in the corporate world, you don't always get to work on necessarily the right projects. Uh, so the company was always it's been dreamed about for twenty years. I'm going to do this, I am going to do this, I am going to make this happen. And uh, circumstances happen and, you know, it, it, the stars were aligned. And uh, Y was launched uh, with a, an even, probably one of the most boring names you could ever think of. Are you ready for this? TWA <laughs> Lean Consulting Limited. Yeah, that was as far as my imagination went. Uh, but there is a link. There is a link. So the TWA standard for the Y Academy. Uh, so, and I did start the company on the word Y uh, because it's a very challenging word. And and it's if you if you think about it uh, in the right way, you get into the root cause of whatever the problem is in what whatever realm of business. So it was all about me wanting to apply my accountancy skills, help businesses get better with strategy there, and actually get better at solving these problems, you know? But bottom line, to make a difference, to actually put them into practice. And that was that was the, the dream, that was always been the vision, and it was probably more of a dream in, uh, when it came reality, in, in fact. So went live, brilliant, everyone was patting me on the bike, everyone wanted what I did, Unfortunately, no one in Yosha was either able to or willing to pay for it. So uh, it was a huge learning curve that I had to personally go through to uh, uh, acclimatize and understand how to package and understand how I could deliver what I, what skills I've got and what dream I wanted to bring to, to the region. 
Brilliant. Thank you, Ray. Um, Anne, I know obviously you're um, a, a, a relatively newer member of the um, of the team. Tell us a little bit about kind of where you fit into um, into all this. I joined DeWy in November as head of business growth to help take the business to the next level, uh, to help achieve uh, the vision and uh, mission that uh, Ray set out. My background started in finance and banking. I spent 30 plus years in engineering and manufacturing, running a company um, and everything that brings with it. More latterly, I've worked on in business support roles as a skills advisor, uh, business support um, for people recruiting graduates. Um, but I've always, throughout my time, always wanted to have academia and industry aligned because you can't beat lifelong learning. So as people develop um, and they grow with the company or the company grows and they need to grow, I've always um, had a a big belief that we need to align um, skills, training and uh, industry. So it's uh, been a a soapbox issue of mine for a long time. And I was looking for uh, something new, a new challenge, new opportunity. Had a chat to Renee, aligned with his vision, and uh, yeah, so I joined uh, Y Change to carry on supporting business to have that solution-based approach. So it's all about what the customer needs, what are their opportunities and challenges, where are they uh, needing help, support, etc., and uh, find out then how Y and uh, our uh, sister brand Unboxed uh, can help. And we've we've known of each other for a while though, haven't we? So. Obviously, I access Skills Bank, and I've, I'm aware of your background, and you've been to some of our events in the past. But I'll be honest, I don't think I ever talked to you in person probably until 18 months ago, two years ago. But I've known you. I feel I've known you forever now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. So I think our sort of first serious conversation uh, was probably about four years ago uh, when you rang me for some advice on how you could potentially access Skills Bank and how you could achieve what you wanted to achieve and apprenticeships, et cetera. And in my support role, was sort of probably, probably just give you a little bit of guidance of who you might speak to. So I remember that conversation particularly well as I was driving over to Matlock for a meeting. Well, it's great to have you together now as the as the dream team, which is uh, which is brilliant. Ray, just give, give us a few examples, if you would do that, of of um, you know going a little bit deeper into the kind of work that 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 you do, and and maybe some of the projects that you've been involved with recently. We've got really good track record on the apprenticeship, so we've been offsteaded. Is it, that's a term? That's a, a now a new term, and we've got good, <laughs> so we've got a good rating. But the sort of types of projects where I will get involved with now that we didn't get involved in before is people looking for a, a, a partnership. So we work with some big corporates and we'll get involved with doing a bit of work around this, uh, actually coming up with what their people plan is. So we're actually going in there to some really big companies and it turns out they haven't got a people plan. They haven't got a strategy to uh, utilise like the apprenticeship level. So where I'm spending time, uh, which this is actually what I want my job to be, going in, speaking to the maybe the head of HR or the directors, and we are we're designing programs that have got three or four years in them. So, and but we're also coming from a point where we're not necessarily at the centre of that. So we're trying to act like 
a critical friend. We're trying to get them to wake up to what they need to do to transform their own business. Ideally, of course, we want them to come to us for, uh, let's say, the majority. That would be lovely. But the less selfish we are, the more they'll get the benefit. So if we don't think we can provide a particular service, we're now in a position where we've got enough strong partners, partners that we believe in, where we will directly recommend them to go and do that piece of work for them. Yes, where we don't want anything for it. Uh, so what's that done for us? Well, that's actually done. It's created a, a bond, a trust. And these people are coming back to us now and they are asking different ad advice. So uh, I can think of uh, an engineering company in Sheffield that we wanted to put somebody on a, a, a SIPS, which is a supply chain qualification, put two people on there. It's not what we do. So I'll wear in the position to do, but what I can do is I can research on their behalf who are the best providers. Why do they want to do it? And make recommendations. It maybe cost me an hour of my time. It might be uh, an hour of Ant's time, for example. But what they're getting is they've got somebody that they can rely on at the end of a bat phone who isn't immediately going to be thinking about how much is this going to cost me. And that is really starting to reap the results. We have got, it's always been about effectively creating a bit of a spider's web where we can we can coordinate and people see us as a trust, a real genuine trusted partner. And uh, we're making connections for people that are making them on their own. And that's leading us to a whole group of different conversations. I've got people coming to me now that are waking up or they're recognising that they're struggling to get new people and maybe part of that answer is to go into schools and start getting more involved in educating the 16 to 20 year old age group to get them into engineering for example or get them into some sort of higher for high-end electronics so my personal role is starting to change it's becoming more <laughs> of a problem finder role not a problem solver role so what I mean by that is that I can go in and we can uh, ask the questions regardless if we get the benefit. And we've got businesses that we're working on skills bike deals at the moment that we've been working with for two years. And it, it's amazing how we're involved in some really sensitive conversations. And that is really exciting because we haven't touched the sides. We're talking four or five companies and this business has been dreaming of doing this for eight years. But it's only now, because we've got the right people, we've got the right accreditations, soon to have the new right location, uh, which we'll talk about later, and we, we're getting the right feedback from the right bodies. I, I, I want to probe a little bit more on that. You, uh, obviously, I do, want, I do want to talk about the, 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 new, uh, the new office and the new location as well, but... As you kind of look towards the future then, what, what's the vision? Where, where do you want this to, to, to go? I'm personally never going to retire. So if anyone's interested, <laughs> in, buying, if anyone's interested in buying the company, it, is, it will always be valued at £50 million. And I'll leave <laughs> you to judge it from there. So, but what we want it to be is we don't want to lose what we've got. We want to grow slow and steady. We are, we have got, uh, we're now starting to talk about financial targets. You know, I'm a financial man, but you've got to survive. So there's no point talking about the rule. 
we want to be a million pound company. You know, you know that from where we are today it sounds like a good target to have in two years' time. But it's not about the money. All right. So we do want to survive. I want to be in charge of the SAS. I've got my team. They are the best at what they do. And I want to make it the best place for them to work. But where we want to take it, we want to grow our own. So in five years' time, we've uh, the company is four times as big. But the way we've done it is we place that people want to work for what we do. You know, we, we'll, we'll grow our own apprentices. Uh, we'll train them multifaceted across the wide change division and the unboxed. And I generally want it to be that if you're the best at what you do, you know about us and uh, you're making inquiries that you would love to work with us. Give you an example. Uh, just two days ago, we had a bit of a review and I said, I will put out a quick post talking about Friends of Why. And uh, it's amazing how many people have picked that up on LinkedIn and have made discreet inquiries on they would love to have a very transparent conversation. What the vision is, where we're going, when would, when would you be recruited? So it's, it's not chasing, I don't, the best doesn't exist, it's a nonsense term, but I do want to be recognised by our partners as the go-to place when they need any help on, on fixing their business. Because if we can't do it, we will independently put them onto the right people that we trust. And and what what would you say to that in terms of what what your vision is? There's there's obviously something that attracted you here as as your next next move. So where where do you think it can go? Yeah, I think uh, as as uh, we've already alluded to, I've known of uh, Y and Ray for quite some time. Not worked with them directly, but being uh, aware of them for for quite a long time as a company and a group of people with the right ethos, the right culture, uh, a go-to attitude, a get-things-done attitude. And you know, so from my point of view, um, I work and have worked for the last uh, you know, sort of certainly four years on solution-based support for businesses. And I get to do that with why as well. My remit is to help grow the company and through the networks that I've created throughout sort of my career, utilising those networks, but also making a strong commitment to relationships with wise existing clients and partners and stakeholders. That's really, really important to me and to me as a person. It's not about chasing money. For me, it's about chasing satisfaction. So if I can go somewhere and do a good job, uh, a job that I enjoy, that helps people that fits into you know, the values that have been created at Y, um, then that's where my satisfaction lies. And six weeks in-ish, six, seven weeks already, I feel that I am a wire, as they refer, refer to. I am uh, a white person that uh, works with them and, you know, uh, believes in what uh, 
the vision is and uh, yeah absolutely enjoying it building some strong relationships bringing in new relationships already helping to create partnerships that we didn't have uh, before because I believe in what why does it's not about selling somebody a course or an, a, an apprenticeship it's about making the right decisions for that person and for our company um, that we have the confidence to say yes or no to what we want to achieve and if somebody wants us to do something that doesn't fit with our values then we will we will say no uh, the values and the vision are um, everything you're not wrong Anne. you've been here six weeks and uh, we've had a and, and behaviours matter more than anything. You can teach skill. There's no need to, to teach, teach anything, but it's from day one you're settled in, and you know we don't worry about behaviours. We, you know, you you know a few of the stories, and people matter, and, and but getting people that that believe and have got the skills and are they lean into problems is it turns out it's harder to do, harder to find than you realise, and even today, and you know, first week back, you've been uh, delivering on the on the on the level five on the leadership. You know, so yes, you're here for business growth, but all those years of experience you've got, all those war wounds, all those scars, all that, all that, our those apprentices going through the 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 leadership of that's extra extra resource, extra enjoyment, thrill. You know rationale you're bringing to the table she's not bad james she, she'll stay another week <laughs> just gonna say and as you know as well as obviously the experience that i've you know had over the you know the many many years with working directly with skills bank as an independent skills advisor i can actually bring the other side of that coin to uh, the company as well because i've worked with the businesses on applications to Skills Bank, Bray and the team have worked with Skills Bank, but you know, I've uh, worked with them now for four years at uh, Skills Bank, and uh, you know, until uh, October. But I can bring that extra dimension that gives our clients that we're trying to help the additional support that of that ex type of experience that I've built up as well. So that's working well with uh, a couple of our big clients. That we're, uh, you know, we've got one uh, due to be approved, quite a big deal, due to be approved imminently, and one that I'm still working on. And they were existing clients of Y that Ray had dealt with, that I've been able to go in and take them hopefully to the next level of how that uh, might work for them and provide those extra solutions for the companies uh, that we're dealing with. So that's it's really satisfying. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, I, I want to talk about apprenticeships in a in a second. Before that, we've we've kind of hinted at various points about the fact that um, you know it's a it's a, a a particularly kind of pivotal time for for you at the moment. So obviously, eighth eighth anniversary um, is on the horizon. Um, new new brand or or, or rebrand that's 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 going on. Um, obviously, and joining the team. But we've 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 also hinted at this thing about um, you moving to um, a new location. So tell us a bit more about that. So it's the New York Stadium. We're we're taking it all over. Well, not quite all over. <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're taking a small corner of it. 
So, uh, yes, we've moved into Unit 7B. Uh, we've got a, a river frontage, so it's all... Uh, it's about the same size as our previous location, but the difference is there's more defined, separated uh, office space. So we've technically got four, if not five, distinct office spaces that are totally private, and we could have internet learning going on on in one room, and we could have groups of tens, sixes, and fours. So we could have technically 25 people and going on and working over four rooms. So that kind of, it doubles, or it, it, it doubles plus more the opportunities for us to do what we do at the same time. The, the last place, great. It was, turns out we're there five years. Amazing how time flies. That was two and a half thousand square foot, but it was one big room and one small room. Lovely big room, but sound travels. So this is going to give us huge opportunities to uh, uh, let all the skills play effectively work at the same time. Good parking spaces, most iconic building in, in Rotherham, really blessed. So we've spent a long time searching, long time, and uh, to find a place of such high quality, so close to the motorway, for example, and access Chapel Town, for example, uh, where I'm from, the only one downside is I'm the one that has to travel further. It, it, it's a slight return. I used to travel all, it, it was a kilometre. Now I have to get in the car and drive for five miles. But I'll get over it, James. But we're all excited. We've seen it. We've been in it. Uh, we've just got one or two snags to iron out. But uh, the yep. builders are, are doing that. And uh, we're in it for the long run. More exciting than that. We've already started dreaming about our next move after that, which is nice to dream about and actually openly talk about with the landlord. We could feel we could grow up and maybe in 18 months we could be looking at X location. And five years ago, that would have been, I have a dream, but it, but it feels a lot more tangible now. Yeah. Exciting yeah. times. It is exciting times. Um, New York Stadium, obviously, brilliant building. The big question is, do you get to have a kickabout at lunchtime? Are you allowed to do that? Fully, I've just been up there today, and uh, some of the entrances are open to the football pitch. Probably not a kickabout, but if they probably they probably get you in there to relay the lawn type, uh, throw the green uh, grass seed down. Perf- perfect for a picnic during the summer, if um, if nothing else. We, we we said we were going to talk a little bit about apprenticeships. Now, um, I think this is really interesting because, you know, I'm I'm a person that when someone says apprenticeships to me, I've probably got an idea in my head about what that is. And I guess there's a lot of other people that also have an idea about what that what that means in 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 their heads. And it might be similar to mine. It might be something a little bit different. So when I think of apprenticeships, I think of kind of school age children. I um, think of you know, almost like pocket money level kind of remuneration and wages. I think of, you know, kind of like the traditional industries like kind of, you know, plumbing, electricians, kind of manual work and stuff like that. I'm going to guess that my, my sort of vision of what apprenticeships is, is woefully out of date. So I'm looking forward to you telling me just how wrong I am Totally old school, James. Totally old school. 
So that all exists. That is all still there, and that's a, a really valid uh, part of the of the program. Uh, but it's also you. It's also me. It's also Anne. So an apprenticeship it is has not got an age range. It's sixteen to six hundred and sixty-six. Yeah, it's all about new skills. So of course, sixteen-year-olds need new skills. Eighteen-year-olds need new skills. But so does the forty-five-year-old uh, middle-aged male that uh, got the opportunity to become uh, uh, a new leader in a business where he's, he didn't have that opportunity before. You, you, you know, these are new skills. You don't just become a leader or learn a technical skill in, as a quality practitioner just because you've been in and around that business for the last 10, 20 years. You know, we're always learning, to your point, continuous learning, and that you mentioned earlier. So, yeah, it's anyone from 16 to, to 99, with whichever age group you want to look at it, it's about the youngsters. It's about people that want to get new skills. Yes. And that covers leadership. We cover quality. So ISO practitioners, we talk health and safety. You know, there are plenty of people out there that have a changing career. One day I, I want to work in finance that you mentioned now. And the next minute you want to run the business. You get the opportunity to run the business. Uh, you might want to work. We have people that transfer in and out of the quality profession. These are all new skills. There is an apprenticeship for the skills that you've got, James. You know, we don't do it, so we won't coach it. But my point being, there are people that want to do what you do. Yeah, and there are people out there that, as long as it's new skills to the people, right? And there's an opportunity for them to do it in business. It can improve, you know. Bottom line, we're improving the economy. Yeah, we have, um, you know, certainly in the sectors that I've worked in, what you tend to find is that in companies, because someone is good at their job, at their technical job, that they will get promoted. They will get promoted without any leadership or management qualifications, for instance. So all of a sudden, they'll go from doing a good job to having a team of people that they now have to manage with no no skill, no learned skill at all. Um, and that is a key issue in the age demographic that we have in certain sectors. Uh, manufacturing engineering you know, is one of those main sectors where it happens that you do a good job, therefore you get promoted, um, and all of a sudden uh, you, you could be in an uncomfortable position being asked to manage a team of people that could be 6, 10, 20, um, etc. And you have got no experience of being able to manage those people. And depending how you yourself have been managed and what behaviours you've witnessed, you may be taking bad habits and bad experiences to another group of people. So the group that I've been with this morning are all operational managers looking after between two and 70, 80 people. And they're on doing their apprenticeship, their level five Chartered Management Institute apprenticeship to better their own skill that will make them better, more competent uh, leaders of the future and allow them to grow with their companies into um, succession planning, for instance. Uh, we talked about succession planning this morning with uh, one of the delegates in a 
in a small company at the moment we say well you know what's the vision well the company's looking to double and uh, the ceo is looking to retire we've got to prepare people for those succession plans uh, in that type of environment but you know the apprenticeships are just looking at uh, some notes that, that we've got they're available across 170 sectors and over 1500 job roles and they're not just it's not just the manual trade jobs and say it's we've got to get the companies engaged into the thought process is that learning learning's not just for youngsters learning it's lifelong and as you progress in your career you need new skills and you need new knowledge um, and your potentially behaviors to be the best possible version of yourself that you can be and um, say so i'm a firm believer in lifelong learning that, that you stop learning you, you start dying potentially I'll, I'll be honest jane i think it's the one of the best things the government's come out with in the last 10 15 years so year in year out trade it's going on today we're going to try and talk about maths for people up to 18. it's just come out of nowhere suddenly it, it's going to take forever to sort so but we talk about skills we talk about education all the time and the, the beauty thing about the apprenticeship is they, they, they create this levy so uh it initially a t deemed to be a tax right but it's the best strategic tool in the business because actually why why shouldn't we invest in our own people yeah so basically they pay this levy half a percent of their paye costs over three million and it, it goes into this special piggy bank and it can't be tampered with it can't be used for uh pr training or to paint the walls or to get a new car can only be used to develop people in your business uh, on apprentice on long-term training programs that you choose that are designed by you the employer not by the government so they obviously have to regulate it and making sure it comes it meets certain criteria but at the heart of an apprenticeship standard it gets created by a trailblazer group which is by employers yeah and the government, you pay this, let's call it a levy, call it a tax. You give that to the government like you give your taxes. The best thing the government's ever done is said, we're going to give it you back. And we're going to encourage you to spend it on the right things. And I can't think of anything else in society where that commitment from business and it, uh, the promise from government to return it, to invest it in the right ways, works and I'm really excited about it. I'm really surprised as well, the amount of still big businesses that just see it as a, as a tax, or they've got no strategic thought about utilizing it to develop their, their talent, and their talent's walking out the door, and it's oh. going somewhere else. And and, and and you're like, wow. Honestly, if whoever designed this in the first place, job well done. It needs work, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying it's ideal and it's perfect, but uh, business investing in its own future and government protecting that is the best thing since sliced bread. Well, you are, you've you've well and truly um, busted my various myths about apprenticeships um, there, and, and that was really interesting to hear. We, uh, we 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 touched earlier on unboxed the 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 new part of the 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 Y brand. 
tell us more about that. So it, it seemed to be the new part, but it's actually the old part. That's how I started in a <laughs> consultancy. Uh, but it wasn't the part that's got traction, but it is now. So it's it's the, the it's utilising the skilled practitioners we've got, and we've got three groupings, three families within there. We've got the operational excellence people who are Lena Six Sigma experts, health and safety experts, ISR quality experts. We've got the people group, which is we have HR consultants, HR partners, and well-being, really important going forward. Uh, and then we have the communications group. So we have we have uh, people in PR. So we have uh, people that are strategic marketeers. And our job, our mission, is to utilize their skills. Think of a little like a like an Amazon type basis that uh, you you order yeah on Audible you you order it uh, well as a day's worth and you you buy into a partnership and therefore there are different skills that you can utilize. So if you are a business that says I want to I want to improve my productivity, we you can partner with us. And we will send our people in uh, and actually physically help you do it, help you cope with the strategy in the business. But equally, we, we've got the other side of the business where we can say, we don't want to be here doing it for you all the time. We want to help you get better. And we would advise uh, people to tap into the apprenticeships, tap into developing their own plans. Uh, and, and, and this is the key, actually. The unbox is the key to... To the vision. So the vision's always been to transform people in industry, and we've now got the full package uh, to make that happen. And it's 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 been really well started. We've uh, we've got people that are partners that just saw us as training providers. It's amazing how often you talk to people and they still put you in one bucket, uh, yeah. and now they're tapping into our resources. Uh, and where he brings confidence is the ringing us up. There's trust there, yeah. And we're having the conversation about solving the problem before we're anyone is worrying about talking about the money, talking about how we're going to do it. You know, it's uh, and it's it feels like we are part of their business. Feels like they want us to be part of their business, and we're getting together and we're offering different insights. We're offering different recommendations, and that recommendation might have nothing to do with us. And uh, and sometimes my team look at me as like, that's bonkers, why would you do that, Ray? But it comes back, you pay it forward. People know whether you are a true trusted partner for the long term, or you're just there for the short term transaction. So it's really exciting. It is exciting, I think, uh, you know, as. Uh unboxed when I was talking to Ray and about we're talking about being the critical friend in someone's business um, so we've got the capability between us to go in and unpick a business um, help them to find out where their best opportunities might be where their challenges might be and if that's people then we can help them with our HR experts what, what do they need to do do they need to put policies in place do they need actual practical help we can help with all of that if we're looking at strategy and uh, building businesses and how they might ne get to the next level. We've got the experts that can help them with that. If it's marketing, 
and they're struggling how to market themselves efficiently uh, to get to the right market to build their business. We can help help with that as well. But the the overall uh, thing for us is to help that business to get where that business needs to be and wants to be so we can help them with their vision and their mission and then help them with the goals and the strategy that comes behind that to make it happen. And that's part of Unboxed that uh, we can almost be like a non-exec director helping that business owner or that business uh, with where they need to be. But we can help them to diagnose their issues as well. Um, So we've got the capability with our experts to diagnose the issues and then hopefully find them the right solutions that uh, help them to get where they want to be and achieve their goals and visions. And that, that makes us happy. And it's not only business though, we, we also work with the third sector. So we have some charity partners that have partnered following Bring People on Apprenticeships, uh, who it wasn't even an area I, I saw any traction in. But charities have got a hell of a lot of challenges that they're dealing with. They're doing a lot of it very well, but they come to us and they, they, they want to tap into some of our additional expertise. And to Anne's point, I think we're fluid, you know. I don't want Anne, I don't want any of my team, I don't want me to get into the temptation to be overprotective for us or mandate the wrong solution just because we're a partner with Chartered Management Institute. We tailor to meet the needs of the business. And that's what Unbox gives us. It gives us daily, weekly, monthly conversations, broad range of people in that business, and, uh, and then it gives us time to sit down and think on their behalf as well. Brill. And and then finally, if there's anyone that's listening to this that wants to find out more about Unboxed or about Why Change or about apprenticeships or a part of, uh, 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 find out more about anything that we've talked about or anything that you do, how should they go about doing that? So you can uh, contact us on uh, www.whychange. That's why with two Ys, it's important, dot com. Or if you want to contact us about Unbox, it's Y-W-L-Y-Y-U-N-B-O-X-D.com. Well, Anne, Ray, it's been brilliant chatting to you. Um, there's some fantastic stuff going on. Best of luck with the um, office move. Congratulations on eight years, and here's to the next eight years. Thank you very much, James. Thanks, James. Thanks, James.